It takes a humble mind and a curious spirit to go past the hubris that ignorance and knowledge bring. Through questions, specific concerns are addressed, doubts are dissolved, and understanding is achieved, which is the goal of this podcast. We believe asking questions provides one of the quickest and most precise routes to understanding, which translates into the correct execution of actions and the attainment of desired outcomes. This is where Solomon Ray comes in. Solomon Ray is a prolific Bible teacher, executive leader, advisor and sponsor, known for his love for Jesus Christ and people, wisdom and unique incursions into God's word to provide relevance, clarity and understanding for personal leadership and a more productive life in Christ Jesus through every area of life. We trust this podcast will help you provide clarity to the burning questions you've been harboring all these years. Let's delve into the podcast and listen attentively as Solomon Ray brings clarity, insight and understanding to some questions. Take a listen. Morning, sir. My question is this. Let me go in French. Quelle est la place des, des coutumes et des traditions ancestrales dans, dans la vie d'un chrétien Est-ce qu'on doit négliger ces traditions et ces coutumes-là parce qu'on a donné notre vie à Christ Ou alors, on doit simplement continuer de les pratiquer pour éviter qu'elles nous affectent à l'avenir Parce qu'il y a des traditions qui affectent lorsqu'on ne les pratique pas. Du moins, il y a des, des traditions, n'est-ce pas, qui empêchent les gens d'évoluer, du moins selon certaines euh, croyances Il y a des traditions qui ont pu certaines personnes d'évoluer. Et tant que tu n'as pas fait cette tradition-là, tu ne pourras pas atteindre certaines dimensions dans la vie. Parce qu'on sait que nos parents ont fait ça dans le passé. Et, et nous aussi, on va venir, euh, comment dire, euh, briser les lois. Je ne sais pas si, n'est-ce pas, euh, c'est quelle est la place des traditions, en fait, et de ces coutumes-là dans la vie d'un chrétien. Et j'aimerais également savoir, n'est-ce pas, ce que euh, la parole de Dieu nous dit par rapport à ces coutumes et ces traditions-là. Est-ce qu'elles sont positives ou négatives C'est un peu ça ma question. Merci, monsieur. Happy New Year to you 2024 and it's been a long time coming. I know you guys have been waiting and we've been getting messages and when are we coming back, when are we on, you know, we want to get some new episodes and we've been getting all of those um, feedback and also, you know, we've been seeing the responses even when we were silent, like releasing new episodes, we have massive engagement this is a testament to the fact that what god is using us to do here matters and that there is a need for such a platform as this so happy new year to you we've missed you i have missed you personally doing this is one of my favorite things to do knowing that i god is using me to provide some answers give answers of peace i know how much not having an answer to a question can be daunting it can be massive in terms of your mental health in terms of your certainty and confidence in whatever thing you want to do especially in our work with christ and uh, the unfolding of our lives and destinies for his glory so thank you very much again for being here thank you for the massive feedback and support we got 
2023. We had in mind to do a wrap-up in December to give us a rundown of all the major highlights in the year 2023. But for some reason beyond our control, we could not do that. Hopefully, we are just going to give you a snippet at some other point to make us understand like the most downloaded episode, the most shared episode, and to give a highlight on how 2023 unfolded. And we are looking forward to even a more productive and a more influential year where we are expanding the reach of this podcast and this will happen with the efforts the combined efforts from all of us first and foremost thank you again for being here thank you for listening thank you for the massive engagement in and out of season even when we were having this break we had massive engagement from around the world india france the united states cameroon of course we have massive engagement from around the globe so we are looking forward to a a synergy a coming together of forces to make sure that our friends and families our colleagues are acquaintances who have questions they might be interested to find out what the bible is saying concerning some things which we have highlighted here and if we have not highlighted anything that you have in mind as a question please reach out to us via the links in the show notes and ask your questions so far all the questions in the year 2023 all came from cameroon maybe for obvious reasons but the engagement of course goes beyond the frontiers of cameroon and this is a testament to show that you our listeners you our friends and family are very much engaged are in tune with what god is doing here so please ask your questions it might not be your personal question it might be a question that everybody's asking in your part of the world it might be a question that you heard from church it might be a question that someone posed to you which you don't have an answer to it might be just a worry a doubt that you might have your personal experience a question in scripture and things like that just ask we are very much available to proffer an answer of peace god helping us and god giving us the insight that we need to make that work so happy new year to you and thank you very much again for the massive success for the massive involvement and engagement for the massive reception we had no idea i had no idea that this will go on to be what it is today this is thanks to god the holy spirit who gave us the ability to think and to produce this and gave us the resources people far and wide and brought partners to stand with us this is time to say a big thank you to our friends at gamer production services and thank you very much for your labor of love thank you for believing in what god is doing through us here and thank you for bringing your services to the forefront to make sure that we have a quality podcast as much as we can afford at the moment thank you very much my prayer for you is that god blesses the works of your hands and he increases what you're doing and your skill your creativity your talent finds visibility across the whole world in jesus name amen so Mm, that was a pretty long introduction but i was just so excited i'm so excited about the new year and just happy to hear from you all again thank you very much so a proper introduction this time welcome to ask Solomon ray podcast your favorite show with your host Solomon ray of course that's myself for those who are listening for the first time and through this podcast we seek to dissolve your doubts so you can perceive life and approach it correctly understanding your christian walk with jesus christ and your christian living with others 
thereby enabling you to maximize your time, purpose, and assignment for the glory of God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's begin 2024 with a word of prayer. Thank you, Father, for today. Thank you, Father, for all that you keep doing. Thank you, Father, for the ability to make this to come to pass. We take no credit for all that is happening in and through this platform. We take no credit because the inspiration comes from you. Our life is yours. Our voice, you are the one who empowers it. And even the engagement around the world, you are the one who brings people together to find this podcast wherever they are in the world. Lord, thank you for all that you keep doing. Thank you for 2023, a year of resounding success as far as this podcast is concerned. And we know that this coming year will even be a more successful year because in Christ, our life goes from glory to glory. Thank you, Father, for everything that you keep doing. Thank you for life. Thank you for health. Thank you for friends and families. Thank you for our loved ones. Thank you for the ability that you've granted us to know you. Thank you, Lord, for choosing us. Thank you, Lord, for not withholding your very self for us. Thank you, Father, for believing in us when we didn't even have an idea who you were and how lost we were. Thank you, Father, for your mercy that is renewing our life every 24 hour. Thank you, Father, for making everything work wonderfully and marvelously in our favor. Lord, we pray that may you continue to teach us this year. May our knowledge of you increase and be multiplied tremendously. And Lord, I pray for your people around the world that as they listen to this podcast, these episodes, may you create in them the passion for your word. And above all, may you release in them a capacity to understand your word. In the name of Jesus, as they listen to this podcast, the spirit that is back of this voice is going to open their minds up and they will be able to understand scripture what their pastors will be talking in church to have a deep understanding of what you are saying whenever they open a page of your bible they are going to be able to discern and know exactly what you're saying because that is the spirit and that is the gift that you've granted me and i pray that may you extend this far and wide to all those who are going to interact with this podcast present and future be glorified as we start this year 2024 with this inaugural episode be glorified in everything we think do and say for in jesus name we pray amen all right thank you very much Question 29, which is the inaugural question for this year, 2024. It's a very, very technical and heavy question. What a way to start the year 2024 and what a question. I want to thank the questioner Fabiola in Cameroon, um, Yaoundé. Thank you, Fabiola, for believing that God can use us to bring this answer of peace. And thank you for asking this very, very poignant and pertinent question, which lingers in the minds of many Christians. But we believe that God is going to use us to grant you and the listeners the world over an answer of peace. And the question Do we abandon our ethnic cultures after being born again? Our ethnic culture. Do we abandon this culture after we are born again? Wow. 
First and foremost, if you are new to this podcast, I'll call on you to relax. Whatever thing I'm going to say here are not personal opinions. I don't do personal opinions. And even if I do, I'll let you know that is my personal opinion. As much as possible, we make sure that we give answers and that our perspective is uniquely and solely from God's word. It doesn't matter if it is strange. It doesn't matter if you've never heard it before. That doesn't invalidate what God is saying in his word or through his word or by his word. And please be patient and just listen and be ready to learn. Open your mind, open your heart. We always make sure that we include the references in the show notes, the verses, maybe not elaborately, but just give the quotations so you can follow as we go. Please go to the show notes and you will see the verses. We'll make sure we can highlight them so you can click and it opens to an online version so you can read as we go to make you understand that these are not mere human cogitation. These are not mere creations from the figment of man's imagination but these are the word of god breathed by the holy spirit through the agency of my voice so the question that you've heard in the introduction for those who are wondering fabula spoke french cameroon is a bilingual country and by bilingual it means the two official languages in cameroon are english and french so you have a good chunk of the population speaks french that's the reason for which most countries or people think that cameroon is solely french speaking but in cameroon you have an english-speaking community um part and they speak english an example i speak english here and i'm based in cameroon yaoundé precisely and you're wondering why don't you speak in french is because the majority of our listeners speak English. So you ask your question in French and we we'll understand what you're saying and we are going to relay the answer in English because we are trying to make sure that the answer we are giving is beneficial to everyone. Donc merci beaucoup Fabula pour la question et on va continuer cet épisode en anglais pour que tout le monde puisse avoir le bénéfice de ce que Dieu est en train de relayer par ma voix. Donc merci beaucoup and God bless you. So, question summary. Fabula addressed so many components in one question. Number one, must we neglect our ethnic cultures? Ethnic, not earthly. Ethnic cultures after being born again. Number two, do our ethnic cultures, traditions affect our flourishing as Christians? That's our prosperity. Number three, do our ethnic cultures serve as a path for our prosperity? Number four, must we break family alliance to these traditions? And number five, are ethnic traditions positive or negative biblically? So those are five sub-themes in that question, but we are going to approach the answer in a different way, but answering all of these components. You see, I think at some point we had a question about religion versus spirituality. There is a big reason why most Christians, the body of Christ, is not as productive as God wanted to be. And how do I know that? Because that is a concern I had and I've been having for so many years. I remember one time I had this burden and it was so heavy. I was asking so many questions. Why are we so many Christians in the world, on earth, and yet our impact is so relatively because darkness is still very present in the world? And I keep asking myself, so we are close to 3 billion by the pupi research and findings. We are close to 3 billion Christians. It's true, among the 3 billions, we have questionable beliefs within the 3 billion, but at least we have close to 3 billion people who believe in Jesus Christ. 
And I kept asking, why is it that we are not as productive as we ought to be? Our impact is not engulfing the whole world. Close to 3 billion is far more than enough. Because I know personally that God just needs one person to set the tone, to set the example, and to to set the ball rolling for whatever he wants to do. Of course, there is power in numbers, but I had this question and God answered me. He answered me and the answer he gave me as to the reason for which we are not as productive as he wants us to be. I didn't understand that before. He told me that the reason for that was because we don't know who we are. The word that came coming was identity crisis and I wrote it down. One day I was in the taxi and I had my diary. So it just came to me, identity crisis several times and I wrote it down. I was in the university back then and I didn't really understand what it meant. I know what the word identity crisis means generally, but I didn't understand what it meant in context, you know, and over the years, God has been helping me to understand and now I fully understand what he meant and it is from that lens that part of this answer is going to come from. And by God's grace, I've been involved in I don't want to call it ministry, but teaching the word of God and coaching and mentoring many Christians, young Christians, professionals, and otherwise, and even older Christians for like many years. And there are some things that I have come to understand in light of what God said and in light of one of my burdens. So in answering this question, we are going to touch on four or five things. Number one, understanding what culture is. I always advise that when you listen to this podcast, it's not just answering a question yes or no. It's a kind of a mini teaching, but answering a particular question. So you can take notes as much as you can and listen to it more than once. So you understand what culture is because most of us, we think we know what culture is. We think we know what things mean myself inclusive but we don't really know what it means one thing god told me some years ago like three years ago or four years he told me my people must be taught everything everything and there's a reason for that but there's no time for me to talk about that number two we have to understand what being born again is what being born again means we must understand that if we have to comprehend and kind of get to the bottom of this question we must understand what being born again means again most of us think we do understand but from experience and from my discussion with many people even from by discussing with leaders of churches pastors it's not a show of pride or something but we don't I didn't myself. And we have to understand our new origin in Christ. So our new origin and our new identity in Christ. And finally, we have to understand the source of our well-being in Christ Jesus. So those are five things that we must understand in order to answer this question. And I pray that God grant us grace. So number one, understanding culture. What is culture? Culture is a system of knowledge shared by a relatively large group of people. And I wanted to take note of a word. It's a system of knowledge. Culture is a system of knowledge. That's a key phrase there or the key words. A system of knowledge. And culture is so important because it produces our experiences. It produces our beliefs. It produces our values and which leads us to have a particular attitude and outlook in life. That's how powerful culture is. So culture produces our experiences from the system of knowledge that we have. It produces our beliefs based on the system of knowledge. It produces our values based on the system of knowledge that we share with other people. And all of this produce an attitude, the way our outlook in life, how we analyze things, how we process everything that we process. 
and culture manifest themselves through behavior and character meaning that behaviors and character are derived from culture a system of knowledge which produce our experiences beliefs values and give us our outlook in life which is attitude so important so how is culture determined? Culture determines the ideas, meanings, beliefs and values learned as members of society determines nature and culture. So the system of knowledge that is shared by a group of people in a particular area or environment or grouping determines the nature and the culture of those people. Meaning that people are what they learn. We are what we learn. Remember I said culture is a system of knowledge. We are what we learn. Meaning culture is learned. I know that growing up for years and centuries, they will tell you you are born Cameroonian, you are Cameroonian because you were born in Cameroon. You are an American because you were born in America. Yes, it's true, but your Americanness is not because you were just born in America. It's because you learned the American way of life. In your mother's womb, you are not American or Indian. You are not Cameroonian or whatever. We learn culture as we start interacting with people in our sphere of influence as we are growing. So someone can be born of parents from Cameroon, but they live in Spain. And the child growing up never hears any local language. The child never hears of Cameroon. The parents never bother teaching the child about anything from Cameroon. The child starts speaking Spanish. I think that's the language. Spanish. And he starts learning the way of life of Spain. That child will not have a cultural leaning towards Cameroon because he didn't learn Cameroon. He learned Spain. He learned Spanish. He learned the Spanish way of life. Culture is not given at birth. Culture is learned. Meaning you can unlearn a culture and learn a new culture. So culture is determined by knowledge. You can learn a new culture. You can unlearn a culture. You can stop being Cameroonian by unlearning your Cameroonness and learning a new way of life. A good example is the influence of Hollywood in the world. Because of the influence of Hollywood, the movies and everything, it has influenced culture globally. So you find things of how Americans do their things. You have like hip-hop, those who like hip-hop. Hip-hop came from the US, from predominantly the black community. And you find people here, like some few days ago, I was just passing somewhere and you forgive me i'm just relaying an information so i was passing somewhere and i was waiting for someone and i saw two young people who were born in cameroon they have never gone out of the country and one came and said yo nigga and i was like come on you don't even know what it means or you know what it means but it's nowhere near what you're experiencing in cameroon we don't have that in cameroon are you saying but i'm just trying to say that the influence of culture of hip-hop of hollywood has influenced culture around the world all i'm trying to say is culture is a system of knowledge Culture is learned. Culture is not derived by birth. It is learned, meaning you can unlearn a culture and learn a new culture. It's very important. Now let's continue to look at understanding what being born again means. Remember, our question is, do we have to abandon our ethnic culture after being born again? That question suggests that once you're born physically or naturally, it means, for example, 
in Cameroon, there's a region I'm just going to call West region or the Western region where you have um, the Bamli case. Like generally, you have the Northwestern region and the littoral region where you have the Sawa people and all the like. That's for those who are uh, listening from outside of the country. So when you're born again, people will say, okay, you know what? I'm still Bamleke and I have to remain true to my Bamleke roots and my Bamleke culture. That is a repercussion of not understanding who we are in Christ and looking at Christianity or the word of God as a mere religion and addition to who we are naturally. But that's not the assignment of our being born again. It's not coming to add to who you are naturally. It's coming to revamp who you really are. So it's important that we understand what being born again means. It's so simple, just from the word born again. So now we claim that we are Cameroonians at birth. We are born from Cameroonian parents. So we are Cameroonians. Our parents were Bakosi or are Bakosi. So it means we are Bakosi. Bakosi is a tribe in the southwest region in Cameroon. The coastal region in Cameroon is one of the tribes there. So because your parents are Cameroonians, when you are born, you take on the cultural leaning of your parents. So you are Bakosi, you are Southwesterner, and you are Cameroonian. And of course, you are human because your parents who gave birth to you are humans. But now being born again, what does it mean? It means that you are given a second birth. So who gives birth to you now in this second birth? It is not your earthly parents anymore. It is God who is giving birth to you again. So as you took on the earthly nature, character, and cultural leaning of your earthly parents, now you have to take on the new character, nature, and cultural leaning of your new parent who is God through Christ Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. So when you are born again, your old self fabula born of your parents from a particular region in Cameroon, that fabula dies. And the person who comes out after you're born again is no longer fabula a Cameroonian. Is no longer fabula from the western region. It's a different person and I'm going to show that to you in scripture. So let's read first John chapter 3 from verses 5 to 7. John chapter 3 from verses 5 to 7 from the Living Bible Translation. And it reads, Jesus replied, What I am telling you so earnestly is this, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. 6. Men can only reproduce human life. But the Holy Spirit gives new life from heaven. Seven and the last. So don't be surprised by my statement that you must be born again. The verse of emphasis is verse 6. Men can only reproduce human life. But the Holy Spirit who gives birth to us gives new life from heaven. Not the life from your earthly parents. But the life of God is released. God gives birth to you. You had a human life because you were given birth by humans. Now you have the life of God because God is giving birth to you. Okay, let's go to 1 Peter 1 from verses 22 to 25. 1 Peter chapter 1 from verses 22 to 25 from the message translation and it reads now that you've cleaned up your lives by following the truth love one another as if your life depended on it now listen and listen hard your new life is not like your old life full stop your old birth came from mortal sperm your new birth comes from god's living word just think a life conceived by god himself just think a life conceived by God himself. When you're born again, most of what we know is that when I come to Christ, I am Fabiola, I'm Solomon Ray, full of sin. 
sin now is what i have done but i've dealt with the real meaning of sin okay sin is not what you've done only what you've done is a product of the real sin problem which is the human nature so what we understand as born again is that we've come to christ solomon ray has come fabiola has come and we are full of sin we have done bad things then we come to christ we pray we say the prayer solomon ray says the prayer and we are forgiven we are forgiven of our sins so i'm still solomon ray and fabiola minus my sins that's what we know as being born again the world over the majority of the body of christ that's what we understand by being born again it is solomon ray minus his sins it is fabiola minus her sins but that is not what it means to be born again being born again means there is an end of a creature and there is a rebirth of a totally new creature so fabiola comes to christ with the sins and god rebirths fabiola by bringing an end an end to fabiola and releasing a new creature in christ through fabiola through your body the only thing that stands is your body but your nature changes your life changes everything changes your new life is not like your old life your old life came from mortal sperm the human life is encapsulated and entrapped in the human sperm the father gives life through his sperms the mother provides a body through the egg that's why when there's a blood transfusion to be done between a child and the parent it's always the father who has to give blood because the mother's blood does not infuse in the fetus while it is in the womb and the bible says the life of flesh is in the blood and the life of the child is entrapped in the human sperm released by the father into the mother who provides a body to that life the sperm so when you need blood transfusion they will always call the father so the word of god is telling us that your old birth came from mortal sperm but your new birth comes from god's living word just think a life conceived by god himself i know i've said some things here let me just mention one more verse and then we move to the next to concretize what i've said that in christ it is not fabula minus her sins it is fabula 2.0 if i will say that way you are a totally new person. The Fabula born of her early parents who was Cameroonian, who was Bamleke, who did things according to the Bamleke lifestyle, who did things according to the Cameroonian way of life, that person dies. And the person who comes out is a completely different person, having no ties to your former life. By former life, I mean your earthly life, your human life, your Cameroonianness, your Bamlikeness, your Bakosiness. You are completely and totally transfigured and made anew. Now let's read from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. The Bible is so wonderful. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 from the New King James Version. Therefore, if anyone, it's a very popular verse, but I am going to bring something out here that you've never seen before. The magic of studying scripture thoroughly and diligently, not as a novel. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 from the New King James Version. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I read again. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. When studying the scripture, don't study the scripture and open the Oxford Dictionary. The original language with which the Bible was written is not English. So to get the real meaning of a word, don't open the Oxford or the advanced whatever English dictionary. You are going to not have the real meaning. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. 
the word for new there is the Greek word kainos. And kainos means of a new kind, an unprecedented kind, a novel kind, an uncommon kind, a kind unheard of. So, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is of a new kind, which is unprecedented. It has never been before. It is totally brand new. It's uncommon and unheard of. That's why it says, all things have passed away. What are the old things? Your humanness, your Cameroonness, your Bamlikiness, your Bakosiness, your Bakwiriness, your Nsoness, your Americanness, your Chineseness, your Europeanness, your whateverness is all passed away. Behold, the word for behold is see, because not everybody has seen this. See, all things have become new. What is now new? Your new life in Christ Jesus, the life of God. Your new nature in Christ Jesus, the nature of God. Your new culture, your new origin, your new identity. You cease to be human. You cease to be Cameroonian. You cease to be Bamleke. You cease to be Chinese. You cease to be American. All things have become new. What is the meaning of all? All is everything put together with the exception of nothing. All things have passed away. Behold, see, all things, all, all, everything put together with the exception of nothing. All things have become new. Your nature, your life, your culture, your attitude, your values, your beliefs, your experiences, your results, the way you talk, the way you think, your mind, what you used to build your life on. Everything changes. We've not even gone half of what God has to say concerning this and we are shooting towards an hour already. We might need to have a part two for this because I don't want us to have a very lengthy episode. So we have understood now that culture is not fixed. You are not Cameroonian by birth. I know that's how we talk. It's the same way we say the woman or mothers give life. Mothers don't give life. You see, fathers give life because the life of the child is from the father. Mothers nurture the life and they take care. They don't give life. Fathers give life. It's something we just say. We have been conditioned to say those things and without really knowing what those things mean. Like you say, I'm Cameroonian. What do you mean by your Cameroonian? What we think we are saying is, I was born in Cameroon, so I was raised in Cameroon, so I'm Cameroonian. So it has made us to form a very emotional connection with something that is ephemeral and can change. Are you saying? Because you can change your culture. You can. You can unlearn an old culture and learn a new one. Culture is a system of knowledge. Culture is learned. Culture is not a sign at birth. It's learned. It's just because when you're born in a particular geographical location, everybody in that region behaves the same way, talks the same language, so you grow up to do and behave and talk the same way. It doesn't mean that that's how you were born, but that's what you learned growing up. And we have understood briefly all that i'm mentioning here are just tidbits they are not like the full stuff there are many things that god has to tell us and i'm praying that we have the grace and the opportunity to really get into some deep teaching not here we are trying to see how we can have a different platform that we can really develop these things and teach the body of christ these things so that we understand by his grace being born again, it is not you minus your sin. Being born again, it is the end of your old life and the rebirth of a new life in Christ Jesus. And in Christ, you are a new creation. And the word for new there is kindness. It means you are a new kind, like mankind. Mankind is a kind of being. 
is the highest species on earth that God created that oversees. So everything, the fish, the birds, and everything was put under man. Man is a kind of God's creation. And the Bible is saying in Christ, when we are born again, when we are in Christ, we are a new kind. In Christ, God has released a new species on earth. But many Christians are not aware. So we keep behaving human. We keep saying, I'm American, I'm Chinese, I'm from China, I'm Bakosi, I'm Cameroonian, I'm Francophone, I'm Anglophone, I'm all those things. And all those things do not matter in your newness in Christ Jesus. In Christ, you are a new creation, you are a new kind. You are unprecedented, meaning that you never existed before. So it is not fabula minus your sin. If not, it wouldn't mean that you are unprecedented. When you are born again, you become a new kind. When the Bible says he has made us a kingdom of priests. Growing up, in, I think it's in biology or something, they said there are different kingdoms. Different kingdoms in terms of living organisms. How many kingdoms? The plant kingdom, animal kingdom. In Christ, God has brought in a new kingdom. A new kind of living organisms on earth. You are a new kind. You are not fabula minus your sin. You are fabula reborn into the image of God. Having the life and nature of God. You are unprecedented. You never existed before. You are novel. You are uncommon. And you are a kind unheard of. And that's in your Bible. So we're going to end here for today. And we're going to continue. There's a part two of this. We're going to continue the next episode. Part two of this same question. There is a lot to say. But one thing that boils down is this we don't know a lot of things that's the reason for which christ said if you want to experience the kingdom of god that you have to become as a child children are taught everything children i repeat are taught everything they are taught to walk they are taught to talk they are taught how to eat they are taught how to talk correctly they are taught everything they are taught the human life but God is saying that if you have to experience his kingdom and his life, we have to become as children and be taught a new kind of life. As we were taught the human life, we have to be taught a new kind of life, a new culture. That's the reason for which we are many of us on the face of the earth, Christians, but we are not experiencing the kingdom of God, the life of God, because of our humanness. Jesus Christ says, because of your traditions, you make God's word of no effect in your life. When God's word meets your tradition, your human tradition, your ethnic tradition, your Americanness, your Bakosiness, your Cameroonness, it meets your Chineseness, it meets your Asianness, it meets your Europeanness, it makes God's word to be unproductive in your life. And all you have now is a bunch of religious things that you're doing in the name of Christianity. You're going to church, you're singing hymns, you're singing songs, you're shouting in church and all of that. But meanwhile, at the heart of it, there is something that is corrupting God's word. It's your own life, it's your human nature, and it's your old culture that is still beaming life and heart in your mind. Corrupting God's word, corrupting the efficacy of his word, making us not to experience the life of God. So many people now feel that God is a scammer, God has scammed them. The Bible is talking about all these things, but I don't experience this in my life. So they quit the Christian life. They quit Christianity and they go to a different religion. But we have not understood. And by God's grace, God has opened the gates for a new level of understanding in the body of Christ. He has. Culture is learned. Culture is not derived from birth. 
culture is learned. Culture is a system of knowledge. God's word is a system of knowledge. Culture produces your experiences, your beliefs and values. So if you're born again, but you're still living by your humanness, your human nature, your human life, your human ideas, it's going to produce human experiences. And the human life is an up and down life. You go up for the sole purpose of coming down. So they will say life is up and down. Life is not up and down in Christ. In Christ, life is upward and forward only. The Bible says in Christ, we go from glory to glory, not from glory to dumbness, then to glory. In Christ, life is upward and forward only. Glory heaped upon glory. But because we bring our humanness, it corrupts God's word. So you find many preachers and Christians say life is up and down. Because that is their experience. We are born again, but we are corrupting God's word by our humanness, our human culture, our human understanding. So it produces human experiences. And a human experience is a cyclical life. You go up for the sole purpose of coming down. So we say life is up and down. In Christ, life is not up and down. Life is upward and forward only. Glory heaped upon glory. You believe that is in the word. You don't believe that you're giving more credence to your human experiences than God's word. And that's the very definition of corrupting God's word and rendering it ineffective in your life. Culture is learned. So we have to unlearn our human culture. We have to unlearn our ethnic culture. We have to unlearn our national culture. We have to unlearn all those human things that we've grown up with. That's why Christ said you have to become a child if you must experience the kingdom. If you must enter Suffer little children to come to me, for such is the kingdom of God. If anyone wants to enter the kingdom of God, you must become like one of these. Most of us are born again, but we have not entered. We are still in the corridors of our human realities. We have not entered the kingdom of God. We have not experienced the life of God at work in our bodies. And today we also looked at understanding being born again. Being born again is not you minus your sin. Being born again, it is a total recreation. That's why in Ephesians 2.10, in the Amplified, it says, We are his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus. In Christ, we have been recreated. And the creation that comes out of that born-again experience in Christ is of a new kind. It's not human. It's of a new kind. It's not American. It's of a new kind. It's not mankind. It's not Cameroonian. It's of a new kind. It's not Bamileke. It's of a new kind. It's not African. It's of a new kind. It's not European. It's a new kind. And the name of that kind is called Sons of God, where we share the nature, the divine nature of God, and we participate in His life. When we are in Christ, we are born again, we are unprecedented. We never existed before. We are novel, we are uncommon, and we are unheard of. The kind, I mean to say. In our next episode, we are going to be looking at understanding our new origin in Christ Jesus. We will look at understanding your new identity in Christ Jesus. And we will look at understanding the source of your well-being in Christ Jesus. And all of that will help us to answer the question, Do we abandon our ethnic culture after being born again? So thank you very much again for being here. This is the inaugural podcast or episode for the year 2024. And so happy to be back and so happy to be here again. And knowing that even this year, God is going to have a massive influence and understanding will be unleashed. That's why I always like to close by saying that unravel your purpose with understanding. Understanding is key. 
you might be doing purpose but you have the wrong understanding is going to nullify everything you're doing understanding is important and my goal is to make sure that we understand scripture with the right understanding we answer every question from the right understanding not from popular opinion not from popular culture but from what god's word is saying some of these things i'm saying here these are things that are found in the book that i'm working on and by the way that's a big reason why we've been kind of silent because this book is taking a toll on me because i have to be present like a thousand percent there are many things that god is saying through that book that myself i'm blown away i don't write from a place of i know i write from a place of revelation so i receive whatever i write and hopefully the book will be coming to you this year but just to help me in prayers continue to pray for me because there are many things that i'll be saying when the book will be out and it's a battle to have that book completed you can never imagine the battle that my family and i are fighting against serious battles myself but God is faithful and it's going to come to pass. That book is going to be released to you guys. But we are still at the place where we are trying to complete it and we start the editing and the book cover, the typesetting and all those things. So we are still at that stage. But massive things that God is revealing in that book. Myself, I have to read that book again. And if anyone told you that to write a book is easy, tell them I said a light. Of course, you can write a book in a week and just paste an ebook, but I'm talking about following the standard globally and having a book come out. This book is not a task for me, it's an assignment. That's why I'm pouring what God is releasing in me in that book. I'm not pouring myself, it's not me, because it is God revealing these things to me. So just keep praying for me, please. And we have to see this project to come to an end. This is a book that is meant for the body of Christ the world over. It's not a Cameroonian or African book. It's a book for the body of Christ the world over. And not just now, for posterity. It's a manual. It's not a book. It's a manual. So if you want to talk about maybe faith, that's the book that you have to refer to. And that's what God is releasing through. But it's him doing all the work. So thank you very much again for being here. Thank you. God bless you. See you next week for the continuation of this very very salient and pertinent question but remember to always unfold your purpose and assignment with understanding I have been Solomon Ray signing out cheers and bye-bye love you all was instructive and that you've learned a thing or two. Please feel free to send in your questions using the Q&A button if you're on Spotify or use the link in the show notes below if on Apple Podcast or any other player. Getting value from this podcast? Consider doing the following steps. Step 1. Leave a review after the show notes below. Step 2. Share with your friends and loved ones via social media. Step 3. Give towards the acquisition of our recording studio using the appropriate link in the show notes which enables you to give via mobile money or PayPal or Visa and MasterCard payments. Do you want to share a personal message with Solomon Ray? For your testimonials and message of gratitude, use the appropriate link in the show note below to share your story. We genuinely love you and believe in you and the person you are becoming in Christ Jesus. Till then, have a blessed day ahead 
And remember, Jesus Christ is counting on you to influence your world for him. God bless you.